<laughs> Guys, there have been a lot of changes. We are doing things a little differently. Not just the wallpaper that's in the background. No, we're, as you can see, we're in a new room. Yes. If you are watching us on YouTube or on Spotify, we are in a new room. We're in a new place. We're recording. This is where my office is. And I just thought it'd be nice to move in here so it's, that Jackson can move about the apartment and I don't have to commandeer it. He's not like locked in a closet exactly. like he usually is yes. when we record the podcast. And so if you, uh, we also are trying something new because again, we are young. Yes. <laughs> and we are currently streaming live on Twitch while we are filming the podcast, which is very new for us. So if you're watching us and you see one of us looking off screen, we're looking at the Twitch we're and looking like at a million different things. So this is just a new thing we're going to try. I think it would be fun. The thought here is, and I know this isn't like a usual fun intro, but the thought is if we had like a weekly Twitch stream of us recording the podcast, so it'd be like a talk show. And then during our break, we could talk with the people. I think that'd be a fun thing to do every week, right? I, I agree. I you think. know, we're all about fun I know, here on 2 Game Mats. Now, uh, explain to me, what is Twitch? Twitch is basically... <laughs> I, all I know about Twitch is like video gamers do it. They do, they but it's basically like a live streaming platform so people can watch shows live as they're occurring. And so podcasts work in the same way. We're not playing a video game, alas, but we are podcasting. There could be a weekly show that happens every 6.30 on every Sunday night. Ooh, and Pacific could, time. Pacific time. And people could join the TGM, 2GM stream. What I love about this is I told my friend I'm going to meet my friend... Um, um, down in like Culver City we're doing like she's having a karaoke thing and I told oh, her I'd show up and I was like oh I'm gonna record the podcast real quick <laughs> it's gonna be super easy you know we usually just take it takes like an hour and then yeah. I'll be right down to you it's like nope we're trying all this new stuff today, hey so. but as of now it won't take too much longer it I won't. mean we'll take a little break to talk to the people if they want to talk to us but uh, other than that it'll be normal it'll yes. be, this is normal this is normal <laughs> this is very normal <laughs> Welcome back to another Two Game Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And we had some technical issues we with did. the sound on our Twitch. Um, if you are one of the three people on Twitch listening to us right now, <laughs> then you know what, what has been happening. But I, I told Matt Palmer, I feel like the Broadway production of Company, where it's just like technical problems every single show. Hey, left and right. Patty Lapone comes out and vamps and sings a little bit, but we're back. At least we're not like that Spider-Man musical where people died. <laughs> people that didn't was, die. No one died. No that. one died. Oh, I thought everyone died. There were died. hospitalizations. Well, that's not good. You no, know, but no one died. I love that we won't be in the hospital. We this, won't be you know? in the hospital. I think no. that's great news. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so today we are streaming live on Twitch trying to record this and we are also uh Currently, well, not, I don't think currently, but over the past week, we did amass over 60,000 views on TikTok, which I think officially means we are young. We are young. <laughs> I thought you were about to say we are TikTokers. No. And so, oh, no, we're, no, no, we're going we all not. the way there. I mean, we, did we, you know, did people find our video from almost 10 years ago? Yes, but that still counts. <laughs> but you know what? Fuck that. It's a great video and everyone deserves to hey, see it. And we put it up. It wasn't like someone else found it and put it up. It was yeah, us. Exactly. Yeah. So. Do I know at this point still how TikTok works? No. <laughs> There's no way to know. But how would we know that? I know. I just looked all I, all of a sudden we just had hundreds and hundreds of comments. And hey. I was just like, well, all right. I did nothing to. I was wasn't even in the video. You weren't. And well, I, you were right at the beginning. I was right in the beginning, but you very were. blurry. Yeah. So if you haven't seen our Beyonce reaction from when she dropped self-title in 2013, you can find it either on TikTok at TikTok.com slash 2 Wait, is that how that even works? I don't know. I, or <laughs> uh, the full YouTube video. Who's to say? Watch the full YouTube video. It's it's right there for you. Uh, so Matt Steele. Yes. How was your week? My week was good. Yes. It was a good really? week. Really? Yes, it was. How so? What happened? Well, I don't know. It was just, it felt very eventful. Celebrity okay. Big Brother started and it's good. 
I heard Teddy got kicked off. She did get kicked off, but guess what, Matt Palmer and all you Real Housewives fans, all the Big Brother fans love Teddy. Wow. Teddy was great on the show. It's not so much that she really did great things because she was only there for a short period of time. Of course. But you saw that she had a lot of potential Mm. to really be an interesting player who was not afraid to call people out. Mm. And and so we're very sad that that she was the first one booted because she would have brought some, you know, she would have fought against the people who the fans aren't really liking. (laughs) (laughs) Who, like Um, Todrick? um, More so like, uh, Todrick's just being really messy. Okay. Um, Misha, the thing is Misha... She's just really athletic, so people want to root for the underdogs. Right. But Misha hasn't done anything that makes her unlikable, but people are rooting against her just because she's the most physically competent human being there. Is she winning all of the like physical competitions? She won the first HOH, which was very physical. It was so funny. She It was like her, Todrick, and Teddy hanging mm. on to like ropes, and Todrick's just like right next to her. She's just like, do you promise to keep me safe if I fall? And Misha's like, yeah, yeah, I'll keep you safe. I promise. <laughs> and then Todrick falls, and then literally two seconds later, Teddy, who is literally one foot away from the two of them, went, do you promise to keep me safe if I fall too? And Misha was like, ooh, it's too early to start making promises. It's it's a, it's a good cast and That's they're all funny. playing the game. I don't know, the twist that was in uh, Friday's episode for the first eviction was really good. It wow. didn't really amount to much, but right. you can tell that Alison Grodner, the producers, trying to think of ways to shake the game up and the fans were happy. I'm so happy for you. I think that's great news. I know, yeah. Right now I'm rooting for Mariah just because she's like the youngest and kind of like an outcast, mm. but... Um, she, she's probably going this week. Spoiler alert! But, um, but yeah. So I am. I had a good week. That's great. No, what have you been doing? My week has also been good. I'm trying to think of what I did this week. Nothing too crazy or spectacular. Uh, Janie came over. Uh, who's on Twitch right now? Hey, Janie. <laughs> hey, girl. Uh, she came over and um, we watched some Olympics events because the Winter Olympics is happening. The Winter Olympics yes. watchers. Jack, Jackson and Janie are into it. So I am, you know, compromising as a best friend and as a boyfriend. So and strong. You are I'm very strong, yes. if nothing else. And, um, you know, I had a lovely week. It was nice being off Whole30. Last week, did we talk about my being off Whole30? Uh, just that it was about to happen. It was about to happen. It's been great. Have you had your champagne? <laughs> I've had some champagne. I've had uh, gluten-free cookies. And that were actually very good. Okay. Remember that girl who used to date someone we lived with? Yes. And she, were they gluten-free she, cookies? No, they were vegan cookies. She, they, were they were excellent. excellent. Yes. I was like, yes. I mean, I just feel like we all think cookies have to be the cookie thing. But if there's a deviation, sometimes it's excellent. So I always find that vegan desserts are excellent. Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I had a friend who brought like a vegan like homemade Oreo to an event and it, they were so good. Oh, yeah. Unbearable. Vegan desserts are great. It's like, why are we putting eggs in shit? I don't know. Like, it just it, it, vegan stuff is always very moist. Eggs are out. Eggs are out, guys. <laughs> we're here to tell you. I'm trying to think. Oh, and also I forgot to mention this last week, but I so randomly got nominated for a Queerty Award. That's right. And, you know, I mean, it is uh, award season, as you know, you're very well aware. Absolutely. And I'm glad that I am also in the conversation. I'd like to think of myself as the um, Andrew Garfield slash Tick Tick Boom of the Queer Tees in that there are very famous drag queens nominated against me for indie music video, mm-hmm. but I'm still there, you know? I'm still there making my mark. People noticed. Uh, I, if you want to go to queerty.com and uh, vote for Matt Palmer's I Don't Want It in the indie music video category, I would really appreciate it. But I don't way. care if you don't want to. <laughs> do it. 
do it, people. I mean, it's not a requirement. You still can listen. It's a requirement. Oh, my God. You are blocked from our amazing Twitch <laughs> if you don't vote for Matt Palmer. Nine viewers. Nine Hello. Viewers, all nine, that's nine votes right there, baby. There it is. I'm sure they're all going right there right now. <laughs> um, so should we dive into News for Idiots? I guess let's dive into News for Idiots. Let's go. All right. Well, the biggest news of the week is something that has been denied and denied over and over again for months. And I am so happy for her and so you know, sad for her fans. <laughs> Those poor fans. You know this already. Yeah. Rihanna's pregnant. She ha- she has a baby inside of her. There were um, pictures, photos that she put out to people.com of her walking along the street with her belly out, with her boyfriend, uh, the beautiful but a little colorist, ASAP Rocky. Oh, I didn't know this. All I know about him is that he told black women not to wear red lipstick because it looks bad against their... It's just like he has some <laughs> issues, but okay. we love Rihanna. Okay. And if this is what Rihanna wants, I think that's great. I just feel like there are so many people out there who are like... This is going to be the year. We're getting that album. It's been so long since Anti, and this is going to happen for us. It might not. It's not the year, guys. <laughs> but you know what? Not. Now, maybe is a good time. Maybe she's like recording it now. Yeah. And because she's probably not drinking. Yeah. So her vocals are probably really yes. good. Crisp and so, clear. Like we all remember when Mariah Carey was pregnant with those twins promoting that Christmas album. Uh, it was like Mariah. Even the, the audio on the Christmas album, the vocals, it's like, this sounds yes. great. Because she was probably like trying to get pregnant at that point. Yes. And then she was just like, I'm not drinking. I'm not <laughs> drinking. So Rihanna's not drinking now. So maybe she's recording a great album. She's going to. Give birth to a beautiful, healthy, wonderful right. child, and then also give birth to a beautiful, yes. healthy, wonderful album. I think that would be amazing for all involved. But I am sad for the Navy. I want you to still hold on to hope that music is coming, because I'm sure it's coming at some point. You just are going to have to wait a little longer. A little longer. A little longer. You know what? As, as we've learned from COVID, time moves by real fast. It's true. No matter what Madonna said and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> it is quicker than we think. I... I, should we be putting Joe Rogan on the list next to Kanye and Kim as to like, we're not talking about this because we don't care. There's been an update. The update is essentially 70 to 110 of his podcasts have been removed from Spotify because they contain the N-word or other like racist language. And there are comedians, mostly white, coming out of the woodwork trying to defend him. Like I Uh saw a tweet from Whitney Cummings being like, we as comedians are here to push the envelope. Like we are not heroes. And like to be a hero is a separate thing. Like you should be looking for moral superiority from like the people you vote for. And it's like, Whitney, shut the fuck up. You didn't really need to say anything about this. She really could have kept quiet. The the annoying thing with like some comedians for me sometimes, it's like they want to just... Uh, they want to proclaim themselves as these like brilliant thinkers and, mm. and they, they think outside the box and everything. But then all of a sudden they're just like, oh, but wait, but we're just like comedians. Yeah. Like, don't don't expect like anything super, super important from us. We just stand up on stage and tell fart jokes. And, and it's like, it's e- like what, even, what are you? Even if that was the argument, if we're like, oh, comedians, you know, that we aren't looking for them to be like the moral compass, which I think none of us are or were. But to say the N word in 110 episodes of your podcast and still uh, like be awarded with tens of millions of dollars from Spotify is fucked up. Whether you're a comedian or, you know, a public figure in other ways, like this person needs to be deplatformed. I'm excited. There are more artists and people that have, like, I believe um, Roxanne Gay has taken her podcast down from Spotify. Brene okay. Brown is no longer producing new episodes. She has an exclusive deal uh, with Spotify as well. India Ari has taken her music off Spotify and retweeted the video of like the supercut of him saying the N word over and over and over again. <laughs> So it's just like, you know, 
I, I look forward to the day that there's an actual consequence for this man, and I hope it's coming sooner rather than later. Because I'm si- honestly, I'm sick of talking about it. Like, I don't want to discuss it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just over it. I'm over the whole like, ooh, let's analyze comedians and, and, and discuss the discourse around comedy and everything and, and, the, and the Joe Rogan Ugh, of it all. It's disgusting. just like, I, I'm, I'm tired. Well, I want to move on to some good news. Okay. Especially for you after this. I, I figured we would talk about this later. Oh, did you want me to hold off on it? I can. Okay, I can hold off. It, 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 it would give you moments. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so next, <laughs> instead of that, we're going to talk about the fact that we don't talk about Bruno is the number one song in the country, mm-hmm. which is crazy. It's amazing. In fact, it, again, out peaked Let It Go. I think this is the first Disney number one since um, A Whole New World. A Whole New World. This is the second week in a row you forgot the title of that Look, song, and you should not be forgetting we, the title of that all song. All right. <laughs> I know the song very well. We love A Magic Carpet. We all love Aladdin. And we love Leia Salonga. Yes. And Brad Kane. He was cute. Was he Aladdin? He was the singing voice of Aladdin. Oh, who was the speaking voice of Aladdin? Uh, Steve from Full House. Oh, yeah. Small world. Yep. Um, Well, congratulations to all involved with uh, We Don't Talk About Bruno. And also, just to make this about us, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we'd also like to thank all of you who watched our Encanto uh, reaction video on YouTube because you pushed us over 30,000 subscribers. So we may only have eight viewers here tonight, (laughs) but we do have 30,000 subscribers on YouTube and we very much appreciate it. Even know half the comments are like stop spoiling Encanto for Matt Steele and it's like guys Matt Steele is not watching this movie (laughs) listen I will see the movie at some point but second of all I have something I need to say about spoilers basic facts about the setup of the plot Mm. they are not spoilers that's true I am so sorry to say that like all of these people's superpowers are not spoilers for the movie spoilers for the movie are like is like it's like the ending or the twist (laughs) that comes in the middle like like just basic plot points that describe a basic summary. It's not a spoiler. I would also say Matt Steele is more lenient about uh, spoilers than a lot of people. I don't so care about spoilers. That's the thing. Yeah. I knew my audience. And if you're watching an Encanto reaction on YouTube, I hope you know enough of the storyline that I'm not ruining for you by saying like, Luisa Strong. Like, come on. Yeah. That's fine. Right. Um, but yes, congrats to all the people involved. Uh, question. Do you have feelings about the ABC putting Whoopi Goldberg on suspension in light of the recent comments? Oh. Because what? Okay. Do you know exactly what she said? I don't have the quote in front of me. Yes. she. They were um, discussing uh, the Holocaust. I forget what day of the week it was. Mm. Was it Tuesday? That's I, okay. I totally forget. Um, and Whoopi Goldberg was trying to make a, a grand uh, uh, statement at the end that mm. was kind of like a... Uh, uh, what's it called? A um, uh, wrapping up the conversation? wrapping it up, but, but, but she was trying to do a plat, give a pl- big old plat. Okay, all and right. And she kind of said, "Oh, well, you know, but the hol- uh, they mentioned the Holocaust was, you know, racist, which mm, it was. Yes. Um, and because at they the Jews were considered an inferior race to the Nazis. Um, then that's what the Nazis thought. And so when we go, was like, well, but it wasn't about race. It was about man's inhumanity to man. Oh. Which essentially is kind of like all lives mattering. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. And then so and so then she went on Stephen Colbert that night and said, a lot of people are upset with what I said um, because and she was basically admitting like I did not know realize this I did not know that mm. it was considered a giant racist you know, she, and, and I saw she apologized and she right? you know gave an apology yeah, and yeah. everything but she her she was basically saying like look I am an American and a black woman in America so mm. my idea of racism through my lens is skin color and everything right. which that's not what I see when I think of the Holocaust mm. and everything and fully admitting you know her ignorance on the topic yeah. um, and she you know she did apologize and everything 
And she has been and since suspended for two weeks from The View. Yeah. And so she'll be back. I'm sure she's off, you know, listening and learning. Yeah. I... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't delved too far deep into it. I've not seen the clip. What you said did sound bad. <laughs> I will say. It's it's more so like an ignorance mm. that she did not realize, which I'm sure a lot of Americans right. don't know. Like they don't most Americans don't know the racial dynamics of Europe in the, you know, over 100 years or not over, but almost 100 years ago. Mm. And so I don't know if suspending her is really productive. I'm seeing that Janie feels that ABC should have been brave enough to have the conversation on air, which I get and agree with. I completely agree with that. I mean, this is a chance for Whoopi Goldberg to and all of the viewers watching to learn, because I'm sure there are many viewers who were learning this as well and everything, because for some reason the Holocaust isn't, you know... Well, but it isn't taught in a lot of schools in this country, Mm. which is really unfortunate and horrible. I I remember finding out back in like 2015 that it's only required um, teaching in six states in the country. Really? Yeah. And so there's, of course, obviously a big push to have it taught in every single state. New Jersey is one of the states. All right. Um, But. I I that was I was very shocked to hear that a lot of people don't know these details mm. and everything. So so it's definitely something that should be talked about on air. So right. I don't think suspending her is a, a productive thing to do. Right. I mean, I wonder if when she comes back, they'll allow her a platform to talk about what she's learned and be able to have that conversation or if they're just going to sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. I do think the lack of um, teaching it in schools is a big part of the problem. I'm glad she apologized. Uh, I hope she continues to apologize and when she comes back has something to say about yeah. what she's learned in her time. Yeah, I mean, she's the first person on The View to always say, like, look, I've stepped in doo-doo a million times. Mm. We all have. We all will. I'll do it again. Right. And, you know, that's just what people do. But I, I wish, yeah, I wish ABC gave a platform to, like, actually discuss this so people can learn about right. it. Right. Um, this, I realize, is petty and bitter and, you know, me just being a big Mariah fan, but I have to talk about it because I am me and you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees came out this week. Uh-huh. This There are several nominations that are amazing, like Dolly Parton, you know, um, Carly Simon, Dionne Warwick. I'm literally just picking out the women. (laughs) (laughs) Because I believe there are only 19 women in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like some disgusting number. Of all time? Yes. I need to look that number up. How long has this Hall of Fame existed? Long time. A lo- like everyone nominated and inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is our man. It's revolting because like, do men make music? I want to hear. No, never. Literally never. Anyways, Th- that's a hall I don't want to go down. Exactly. That's the forbidden hall. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who got nominated the first year of their eligibility? Just so we know, Mariah has never been nominated in the I believe ten years she has been eligible to be nominated in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Guess who? Eminem. Eminem, oh. my mortal enemy, an actual piece of fucking garbage. I hate that man. The fact that he was so lauded and so in, big everyone was so in love with him. It's like, ooh, he raps about killing his girlfriend and his mom. And he says faggot all the time. It's like, great. I'm so glad we're still upholding this. I don't care if he has technical talent. The, what he talks about in his music and all that he has built his career on is disgusting and revolting, not even to speak about what he has done to so many women in the industry, Mariah included. Mm-hmm. His whole, what did Christina say and Can't Hold Us Down? It's sad you have to b- get your fame from controversy. You know, that was to him because that's all he did. And I just, the sycophants about this person, I just, I, I, don't like to use the word hate, as you know. I'm very kind. No, you're very loving. <laughs> very loving. I hate this man. <laughs> I hate this man. Like, oh, if he gets inducted 
if they vote for him, I will burn the city to the ground. So these, so are, all get the, ready. So these are all the people who are nominated yes. and they vote. And like yes. how many people get inducted each year? I don't know. And I just need him not to be one of them. And okay. the thing is, Mariah's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. So, yeah, she is a songwriter first. But, like, let's be serious. Whitney yeah. and Janet are both in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which are great. But, like, there are so many women out there who just don't get their chance, like Mariah. So, Ooh, damn. Uh, were there any surprises with the BAFTA nominations? About a million. Really? Let's talk about uh, it. Well, okay, because the BAFTAs were surprising last year. There were a lot of surprising nominations. Okay. And then... it. I totally forgot about this fact, but they mm. changed the rules for BAFTA voting, which is where like, the, you know, all the BAFTA voters, they, mm. they, you know, nominate and they pick their top, the top two vote getters. This is just for the acting categories okay. that I'm referring to right now. Yes. Top two vote getters get nominated and then a separate panel uh, picks the rest of the nominees okay. uh, to help diversify the list and everything. Got it. So there's always like, so last year and this year, there's like two front runners who you expect to see there, and then like four other completely random people who are would be shocks any other time. Right. But like happy shocks because like it's wonderful seeing na- the it's wonderful not seeing the same names pop up at every right. award ceremony. But still, you're kind of just like, huh? Who were the biggest surprises for you? Oh God, name them. Um, Here we go. Best film, outstanding uh, British film. Well, director I know has a different like set of rules that's a little weird but like Steven Spielberg's not in there for West Side Story wow. uh, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast which is like one of the two front runners for Best Picture um, but there are really great nominees like oh, Julia Thompson for Passing Tessa I heard Thompson she's amazing was for leading, she's fantastic in it um, but yeah and but the fact is the fact that the top two vote getters for leading actress were we assume Lady Gaga and we don't know they didn't announce who the top two vote getters mm. were but we can assume one was Lady Gaga and the other is I would assume um, a lot of high. Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, um, but the fact that it's not like a Kristen Stewart or a Jessica Chastain mm. or a Nicole Kidman or something like that was very shocking. Yeah. And so it kind of just goes to show that these like precursor award ceremonies are mattering like less and less Whoa. as time goes on, especially now that some of these award ceremonies aren't airing anymore, like right. the Golden Globes. The only actress in the Best Leading Actress category um, to get all of the big precursor nominations so far this year is Lady Gaga in House of Gucci. And so people are like, is Lady Gaga going to win the Oscar? We Guess don't we'll know. See. I'm So in a way, this makes it more exciting, but in a way, it makes it kind of like horrifying and, and scary. And the Oscar nominations have not come out yet, have they? come they? out on Tuesday, so oh. we will be talking about them next week. And so you're going to be up at all hours of the morning. Of course I am. I just I remember that from our time together as roommates, that you were always up very early for that day. I, I You know, I, I have to be there for important things. Um, I don't want to talk about Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> she quit Twitter and uh, did not apologize for her black scent. Okay. The masked singer judges walk off stage after Rudy Giuliani was unmasked. I guess they're filming the show. It does not air live. They filmed it. And I guess Rudy Giuliani was, I think, the first uh, contestant unmasked on the show and uh, two of the contestants walked off. It was Robin Thicke and Ken Jung, and so that means Nicole Scherzinger and Jenny McCarthy just were like, so Rudy, let's talk about it. <laughs> were they? I, I imagined when it was like two people left and that they said the two of them stayed, I imagined them just being like, hi. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll see when it airs, but it's like 
shows that show and Dancing with the Stars, it's like, is there really no line of like, if this person has actively been a part of the downfall of our country, maybe we shouldn't be giving them this giant platform? Is that something? It's not cute anymore. It's not cute. It's not, it, was it wasn't never cute ever, cute. but it's really not cute now, no. especially after January 6th Honestly. of 2021. Like, how dare you? Like, that is insane. I, I can't I can't handle it. Whoever's making these decisions, like I just don't think the headlines are worth that. Like what you're doing to the world is bad. So if somehow someone involved in this casting hears this, you're doing a terrible job and stop it. Okay? And Nicole Scherzinger, you should be on a Pussycat Dolls tour right now. How <laughs> dare are you, you talk to Rudy Giuliani? Giuliani? Disgusting. <laughs> so more people I'm mad at. And then lastly, which I just think is cute news. The Wordle guy got some money. <laughs> Do you know what Wordle is? Yes, I know what Wordle okay, is. Okay, so New York, the New York Times bought uh, a very popular word game that's been going around in the past, you know, couple months, month, something? I would say like month and a half. And I would say I've just been seeing those really, really poorly <laughs> designed graphic green look, squares. Look, it's a fun game. I like to play it. I play it daily. It basically is you're trying to guess a five-letter word and like tell you if you've got the right letter and they tell you if you've got the right letter in the right place. And I think you get six chances to guess. And it's so cute because this guy is like a, uh, you know, some sort of software developer and he developed this game for his wife just to like, she, he knew she loved word games, wanted oh, okay. to give her something to do during COVID times. I think that's a lovely little story. And the fact that the New York Times has bought it is really cute and nice, I think. people. Some people are mad, like, oh, the corporate ruin everything but it's like this guy just did something nice for his wife yeah. it's a little harmless he game he never expected literally everyone to be no. tweeting these green boxes no. and everything give him some money make his wife happy and redesign those boxes <laughs> to be a little like less well, 2001 those are, those are like the emoji internet. you mean the boxes you're seeing on twitter yeah those are like the emojis boxes so oh like- my god <laughs> I was thinking this was something you had to like paste from the no. platform you click the share tw- button and it shares it automatically automatically with emojis with that emojis are- that represent oh, Oh my god. I you feel a little better. I yes, it makes me feel so much better and I'm sorry I insulted this man. I like I was just like please people, please 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 like this graphic is so insane. Also, you thought we were taking the time to copy and paste all those squares into a tweet and do all that? Oh, well, I I didn't think that. I figured it would like share what was on the screen on mm. your Wordle or whatever oh, no, it is no, 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 no. and it would just share it right into the tweet. All right. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation just so you know that. Thank you <laughs> so know, much. It's important. This is important news um so is there any other news for idiots i could have missed well there's one that we'll come back to we will come back to it anything else before we take our break um i'll probably think of something during the break and uh we'll talk about it all right we can do anything we're live we can do anything we want uh well we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with more two game mats the podcast we just actually took a real break. I know. To being like, we'll be back in a second. And then like waiting five seconds and then <laughs> recording again to chat with our Twitchers. Yes. And I complained. I was like, oh, am I articulate enough? And they were like, yes. I think they were just trying to make me feel better. Um, <laughs> but I appreciated the little conversation that we it had. It was really lovely to catch up. It was. But if you're not on it, we're about to jump into another segment of the podcast. This is called... Email my heart. I was about to say this is called News for Idiots. No, it's not. This is called Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. Yes. Um, or you, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can comment on the YouTube, the YouTube video for this and ask us a question. Or... 
You can ask us a question you live can. on Twitch if we we'll do this. We'll probably just talk to you on we Twitch. we do this again. <laughs> Which I think we will. I think we so figured too. it out this has relatively been fun. quickly. Matt Steele, let's go. All right, all right. <laughs> um, so the first question comes to us from Jessica. Jessica says, Swifty Talk. Uh, hi, Matt and Matt. It's your number one used to the dark stand again, Jess. Oh, I just finished watching this week's podcast where you talked about the the whole of he who will not be named saying Taylor doesn't write her own music. And if it helps you, I truly cannot remember that man's name. <laughs> <laughs> like it's truly. And wanted to thank you for literally being as frustrated as I am that people still try to use this made up phrase to just pick up to just pick at her because she is extremely talented. There are rumors that in April Taylor is dropping her next re-recording and wanted to know what album are you hoping is next? I'm praying it's Speak Now or 1989 with a hairy feature. But mm. a girl can dream. That's a great idea. Um, thank you both for being the best and Matt Steele I hope your couch comes soon. We P- all do. P.S. I hope the neighbors have understood that being <gasps> quiet at 6 p.m. is so unreasonable. Uh, like what are they thinking? Sorry Jackson. Great cue. <laughs> Um, I agree. I believe it will be speak now. My yes. thought is I believe she would save 1989 re-release for a Q4 moment like she did with Red. It's like there are Sounds so right. many hits on 1989. It was such a giant album. I imagine she will be saving it for when sales will be most gigantic. Um, I would love, I can't wait for both. I really love Speak Now. Like historically, it's been my t- favorite Taylor album for the longest time. It actually m- reminds me of Moving to LA because that was one of the few albums. It was Rihanna's Loud, Taylor Swift Speak Now, and then Mariah's Merry Christmas to You that were like, oh, this, these are my travels or like this is right when I've gotten to LA mm. which again is 12 years ago now uh, and I I don't know I have such warm feelings about that album especially I say this in every video I'm sorry but the run between um, Mean Dear or sorry Dear Speak Now Dear John Mean Iconic maybe the best three song run I can currently think of by Miss Swift. I, I won't disagree Excellent. with you there. Excellent. Uh, I also think it's going to be Speak Now only because I think I mentioned this in another podcast that uh, a friend of mine who, when he bought Taylor's version of Red, mm. the price was in purple. And he was like, purple, Speak Now's next. <laughs> and it was like, logic right there, ladies and gentlemen. And the thing is, it might sound crazy if you were a fan of any other artist, but Taylor would do that. Yeah. Taylor would do that. Yeah, so I think it's going to be Speak Now. All right, I guess we'll see. All right, next email comes from Jeff. Jeff says, email my heart. Hello, Matts. Ever since discovering your podcast after your all-too-well reaction, you both have become a welcome start to my work week. Aww. I thought I would never find a podcast that would interest me, let alone put a smile on my face on a weekly basis. I apologize in advance for all the gushing. Don't apologize, No, we love Jeff. it, actually. We love it. Give us more. <laughs> uh, I, I promise I'll get straight to the point now. After Matt Palmer mentioned the New Year's, after Matt Palmer mentioned the New New Year's and Year's album a few weeks back, I have it on repeat. Not saying I'm obsessed with it, but I'm not not saying that. <laughs> Currently, I'm working my way through Ryland James's catalog of music after your reaction to I Give Everything. As someone who has just recently come out this year, Aww. I've been very interested in finding and supporting queer artists that I've been sleeping on. Yes, Matt Palmer, that includes you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Therefore, I'm interested to know your favorite albums by queer artists, preferably, but not limited to, ones that you feel are underrated. I have yet to be disappointed Pointed by your taste in music, so I fully trust your recommendations. You both inspire me just by continuing to be your authentic selves on this platform. I hope you have an amazing week. Oh my gosh, Jeff is so kind, and also the new, XOXO, the newly gay Jeff. Oh, yes, I was Jeff. welcome to the party. A B. <laughs> 
when he says I just came out this year, does he mean in the past like 35 days? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even think about that. I'm thinking maybe like 365 days. We need to follow up on Jeff on that. But either way, congratulations. Welcome. Amazing. And very proud of you. Even though it's 2022, it can still be hard. And you've done something very brave and very cool. So... Um, the question, oh, queer artists. And I, well, I mentioned Vincent's uh, There Will Be Tears. I yes. do believe that one is excellent and deserves more. Uh, Sam Smith's last album, it's weird to call Sam Smith underrated because, you know, he's their giant pop star. But his, the last album, excellent. Oh, I really love fantastic. Love Goes. Love Goes, that, so, that giant breakdown. And the fact that it sounds like love. I know. The fact that it sounds like Christmas music, but it's like a love song, pop yes. song. I love it. So great. Um, I loved Kalani's first album. Um, I need to learn more of Kalani's music. I believe she, I don't know if she was out when she first put out her first album. I think it's called uh, Sweet Sexy Savage. Uh, But I believe she is openly lesbian now. And Mm -hmm. she is unbelievable. And that album, I think, has so many incredible R&B bops. I love every second of it. Uh, Anybody on your list? Um, The one that I, I just thought about that we actually did a patron review of. And it's a song that I sing in my head all the damn time while mm. I'm at work is Christina and the Queens mm. um, the song The Walker oh. I am out well, what album he wants album oh the album I, I, it's, it's called Chris excellent yes um, and I need to like listen to more of Christine and the Queens because I, I like that album that, right. that we reviewed for um, uh, the patron mm-hmm. request. Um, yeah. There's a young kid named Jordy. I think he stylizes his name in all caps, J-O-R-D-Y. Uh, he has a lot of cute songs on his new record. I like that a lot. And if we're going to be talking about classics and, you know, our forefathers, George Michael's Faith. Oh, my God. That's like, just a classic album. What good singles. And I... For whatever reason, I love all of the songs, but especially the first four, and especially I Want Your Sex, which is just a classic song. It's, you know, a little racy if you're, you know, nine or whatever, (laughs) but it's so good. 10 out of 10. Father figure is a little creepy and weird, but like, I kind of love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one is a little creepy. It's it's a little creepy, but I'm just like... Okay, I'm it's a moment. This. Mm-hmm. It's a moment. Yeah, it had me had me questioning many things as a child. Um, <laughs> so the next email comes from Carmen. Carmen says, "Email my heart." Hi, Mats. My name is Carmen. I'm a huge Two Gay Mats fan and have been watching your videos for years. Aww. I was so excited when your podcast came out, and it's giving me moments every week. I am an ER nurse, and listening to your podcast during my commute always puts a smile on my face oh my and keeps me from my downward spiral of depression after my shifts. We love Carmen, and we love nurses. Oh my gosh, Carmen, the hero. Um, on that happy note, one of my favorite videos of you guys is your New Year's resolutions for each other. Mm. I know it's February, but would love to hear what resolutions you can come up with for each other for the upcoming year. I love this because it's kind of just like you guys um, tell each other what you need to need to change about <laughs> your life. Um, a Carmen iconic, like um, like the fact that we just do like dumb crap and talk to each other on a mic, and it makes a ER nurse's day happier. Yeah, like good night. <laughs> makes I, me that's feel really good. All I've ever needed to do. Um, New Year's resolutions for months. So I want every month to be like June twenty twenty one was for you. Is that the month of all of the? Work when I booked like everything yes, in 2021. I, I want more months like that for you. Wait, you can't control it. That's yeah. not something that you can resolute to. <laughs> but I'm just putting it out into the universe. That's a New Year's resolution for casting directors. Exactly. All the casting directors. I want you to notice Mr. Steele, his beautiful haircut and his beautiful talent. Thank you. Um, for you as a, I mean, not my beautiful teeth. Beautiful teeth. I, I, they didn't come <laughs> up. I don't know what to say about. But yeah, they look good. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. I um trying to think for you specifically. I mean, putting the apartment together. I think you're taking your time. You yes. know, the couch, as we mentioned, the couch is always the truly the topic of the conversation. Yes. <laughs> I think a New Year's resolution for me that you can give me about the decorating of my apartment is yeah. to just 
buy it. Yes. Like if I like something, fucking buy it. And no, I that, overthink it. Yes. And no, and I, Jackson is similarly. And my thought to both you and him, you can always return it. If you take it home, it's not what you wanted. I know it's not in your nature. You don't love returning. I hate it. You'll get used to it. L- nothing stresses me out more than like, Returning. Things. You say this, but if you felt the high of when the money comes back into your account <laughs> after you've returned it, it's literally just like, oh, I can breathe out. Like this, like that's the the brilliance of ASOS is you buy so many clothes. They send it to you. 90% of them are garbage. <laughs> and you send them right back and they're like, great. You got 140 in your account. It's like, thank you. Thank you. So you just got to get over the hump. It, it just it feels like such a, a time suck, like mm. having to go back to a place it's or like not. having to email or whatever you it's have to do. It doesn't take, I mean, furniture obviously would be a little bit more work than yes. like, you know, clothes, but you can do it. It's worth it. Don't, and also don't settle. Don't like buy something, not like it and just keep it. Okay. You know? Uh, yes, I agree with that. But that's why it takes me forever to like hit click. You'll never know until it's there. Oh, Even, yeah, no matter how much time you take, you'll never know. I know. Okay, good New Year's resolution for me. Yes. I think a good New Year's resolution for you is Matt Palmer. Yes. We were talking about this last week, how yeah. in 2017 you had movie pass. <laughs> and you <laughs> saw a lot of movies. You saw so many movies that year. I mean, there were... Okay, go on. Yeah, yes. <laughs> there was a reason there for that. There was a reason for that. But I would like for you to see more movies in the n- next upcoming year. Omicron's going down. Uh, you want or, me to or, be in the theater? I mean, you know, in, in a way, I just want you to see more movies. Okay. In whatever way you feel like that works best for you. Well, if I see more movies, will you see more television that's not Big Brother? Because <laughs> I feel like that is a fair trade. Maybe. <laughs> but see, like watching a whole season of television is way longer than seeing one movie. Yes, but seeing one movie is a long, like a longer single moment commitment. It's like I have to really be here for like two, two and a half hours with these people. Mm. You just pop into a 30 minute pop out, pop back in, pop out. Okay. It's lovely. Oh, it's going to be so hard. You know, I got all those Survivor seasons to binge and this is Big Brother Canada. You are. Not to mention how Big Brother, uh, Celebrity Big Brother 3 I is going know. so well now. I mean, that's going to be over in like 10 days, but whatever. <laughs> We'll see what we can we'll do. We'll see what we can do. Also, we, we should talk about, we, we should finally have you listen to some, you know, new musicals. Okay. Like Rod, more Rodgers and Hammerstein into your repertoire. Okay. We could talk about on Two Game Match. I've, we've been trying to listen to Carousel for a long time to do a listening party for that. And mm-hmm. We've been conveniently putting that off. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My official response to that is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Your New Year's resolution is just broadening your horizons mm, a little more. Okay. I will okay. do what I can. Okay. Yeah, me too. Matt, <laughs> Matt Steele. Yes. I have a question for you. What has been giving you moments, darling? We all know, but go on and tell Guys, us. Guys, when I tell you there can be miracles when you believe, <laughs> I, for those of you who haven't been with the podcast long or haven't been with Two Gay Mats long, random fun fact about Matt Steele is he is the biggest Fantasia fan you will ever meet. That is true. And she is my American idol, <laughs> and I love her so much. And the Color Purple movie was announced years ago that mm. Oprah was producing the Color Purple movie. And from day one, I was shouting into the ether, <laughs> Fantasia, Fantasia, Fantasia. She did it on Broadway. She was incredible. I saw her front row center. Wow. And she spit all over me. It was great. <laughs> she, those tears were in my mouth. I loved it. Oh, my God. And it was just like Fantasia. It needs to be Fantasia. And everyone else was shouting all these other names and everything. Mm. And in my in my brain and in my heart, I was like, 
it's not going to be Fantasia. Wow. Like, they are not going to cast me. Like, they are not. Why did you think that? I just didn't think it was. I I Mm. just, you know, she, I, I, it was, it's been so long since she's played the role on Broadway. It's been like 15 years. Mm. And so I just thought like, it's not going to be her. They're going to get someone else to do it. And so. They, you know, started revealing cast members like her playing Squeak, which is great casting. Then they announced Taraji P. Henson mm. as um, uh, Suge Avery, which is phenomenal casting. Yes. Um, and so I was like, oh, they're making good decisions here. And I saw that it was the director of Black is King, which I was like, yes. I mean. Um, and I was like, and then it was announced. Oprah's going to announce who Celia is tomorrow. And I was like. I'm going to be disappointed. Um, it's it's not going to be Fantasia. It's going to be fine. I know it's not going to be Fantasia. And then Friday night, mm. I, or no, sorry, Thursday night, phew, mm. I get just a text from my brother at night just saying, Fantasia? <laughs> oh, God. You have not heard screams come out of my mouth so loud. Like, I believe you. I had about five million heart attacks. <laughs> the, I am so... Beyond thrilled that Fantasia is playing Celie in The Color Purple. She is so phenomenal in this role. The fact that this this woman who has been through so much in her life, whether it's uh, re- regarding her, and has been so honest about everything in her life regarding her struggles with literacy, her uh, sexual abuse when she was younger, and, and just wow. everything that's been going on in her life. She's been so honest about it. And the fact that she gets to tell this amazing story about literally one of the greatest characters in American literature um, the fact that she gets to be that person to tell the story, I am. The fact that it's going to be immortalized on film, I know, and she is just going to bring it so hard. I am so excited. I'm so excited with all the decisions I hear being made about mm. this. Um, the director said that um, it's going to be a little more. Uh, they're going to be more like dreamlike sequences. Like we're really going to get into Celie's head because Celie is a very quiet character, and mm. and so I'm very interesting to, interested to see what that looks like. And but just the fact that if you guys have not seen footage of Fantasia in the color purple, YouTube it right now. There's like a 30 minute video of her singing an eight minute song, <laughs> and it's like her final performance singing "I'm Here," and she is just taking her time Good and for just her. screaming and crying and singing her face off and I am so happy I'm so excited congratulations it, thank, thank it really you. was a win I got for you. so many t- it, is, it um, is when I got so many text messages my one friend was just like I feel like you alone willed this <laughs> into the world I agree and I'm just like I'm not going to disagree with that. <laughs> it might have been me. It was you. Um, so Fantasia, if you're out there watching, if you're one of our Twitchers right now. <laughs> She's definitely one of the nine. We're rooting for you. And you're going to be great. Have fun shooting. They're shooting in Atlanta. Oh. So, and Matt Palmer, one of, another New Year's resolution in terms of broadening your horizons with movies. Oh, God. Really? We're going to talk about We are now. calling you out. This is one of your biggest flaws. Okay. <laughs> Matt Palmer has never seen The Color Purple. I have not. I apologize. I will watch it. Where is it streaming? Do you know? Oh, I don't know where it's streaming. Well, I'm sure it's somewhere. It's one of the most beautiful stories you will ever see. Oh, my God. Oh, and Fantasia's going to be so good. I can't. I could talk I about mean, this forever. I, I also love that Halle Bailey is in it. Yes, Halle Bailey's very in it. Exciting. You know how Coleman Domingo, who is great in everything mm. he does. In Zola this year, should get a Best Supporting Actor Oscar nomination. He probably won't, but you know, mm. nothing's fair. Um, <laughs> but you know, maybe he'll get an Oscar nomination for uh, playing Mister. Who knows? Um, it's also wild when you think about how close she was to playing uh, Effie in the Dreamgirls movie. She really that, was. And that her time is what that was 13 years ago now like the big movie break that almost was and now she gets to be in this oh like, yeah good for her it's thrilling yeah good I, for her I remember when they were having like auditions for Dreamgirls and everything and like Bill Condon was like Fantasia gave one of the best 
auditions I will ever see in my entire life singing and mm. I'm telling you I'm not going and everything. So it was like, is Fantasia going to be Effie? And in my head I was like, no, Jennifer Hudson should be Effie because she's more of an Effie. Yeah. And then Jennifer, but, and now I predicted Fantasia should be Celia and here she is. Here she is. Oh my Didn't God. Didn't get that Wicked movie right though. <laughs> Your predictions. <laughs> I did no, no one predicted that That's Wicked true. casting that correct. That was wild. That was, that was out of left field. So, and it seems like these movies are shooting around the same time. So they should be coming out around the same time. All right. That's going to be a big time for us. That's going to be a time. (laughs) That's going to be a time. I'm excited. So um, I have a couple Thanksgiving me moments this week. Uh, Firstly, I am making my way through succession. Speaking of television. Oh, my roommate's making his way through succession. I'm loving it more and more. I have a question after you're done with this. Okay. Or maybe now. Sure now. Do you think Jeremy Strong's hot? Like, would you? No. I would. Okay. No. I, th- I think there's something sexy <laughs> no. about him. No. I would. I mean, I love that for you, and everyone uh, has their kind of... Per- there's a lid for every pot, and maybe he's your lid. He could fit my lid. He's not my lid. <laughs> <laughs> but I just... I don't want to spoil, because I'm, I'm going to be sensitive to the people who are, can be spoiled and like are sensitive to that, but the end of season two... Had a reveal, had a shock that I was praying for, that I was literally like, I hope this exact thing happens. And when it did, I have not. That was one. I jumped off the couch. (laughs) I like did a windmill around the room. I was just like, this is what I want. And I was just like, I didn't even realize I cared so much about the show until what I wanted to happen happened. And I was like. Yes. Isn't it great when it's, you get what you want? It really is. It really is lovely. Which is kind of like anti my mantra of like whenever I write anything, because I'm always very much like give the audience the exact opposite of what they want. <laughs> but sometimes you got to give them what they want. I know, I know. I got I got Fantasia. You got whatever happens on Succession. I, know, I got whatever happened on Succession. And um, also this is blowing up in the chat. Have you seen that Pinocchio trailer? The... Um, with the Guillermo uh, del Toro, um, uh, it's a the cartoon Pinocchio. There's with the a voice. There are a bunch. There, that's a different Pinocchio. Yes. <laughs> that's, have that's, you seen that clip with the voice? Of course <laughs> I have. This is not Guillermo del Toro's. No. Uh, Pinocchio. There's going to be another cartoon Pinocchio. Let's everyone. Okay, I'm going to put my phone up to the mic. Hopefully, this doesn't get the podcast taken down. But everyone, just listen to this and know that the person who's talking is Pinocchio. <laughs> Let me back it up. Let me well, first it. it's Geppetto. Yes. This is Geppetto. Don't believe my eyes. Your name will be Pinocchio. Father, when can I leave to be on my own? I've got the whole world to see. (laughs) Matt Steele, tell us, is it you? (laughs) Is it you? Because it is an adult gay man. Father, I need to be on my home. Surprise, guys. I That was one of my acting things I booked in June. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> you really bring the character to life. Honestly, like, whoever is voicing that, I have never felt more seen. Honestly, this is what I sound like. And I'm so glad that, and, you know, I'm also a huge liar. <laughs> and so I'm glad I could finally see myself on screen. Just because you watch that clip and you're like, oh, someone's done a funny voiceover of this moment. This is what a funny meme we're all seeing. What a voice. Ha ha ha. And you're like, no, no, this is real. And like whoever the young actor is playing Pinocchio, I'm sure you do a bang up job. I hope you aren't taking any of this to heart. But he knows he's a legend. Like, I he mean, has I to hope know so. he's a legend. At I this hope point. so. Like oh. we are. 
Team you forever. But it's of also course. just the visual. Like the if visual you watch of the him clip, like floating doing up, the doing his like swan dive backflip thing. Beautiful. Put him on the ice in the uh, Winter Olympics right now yes, in Beijing. I need that. He is a gold medalist. <laughs> yes. He is the moment. He, then that is truly what gave me moments. The yes. Yes. Man, what a moment. Oh, I've watched it 5,000 times. I mean, how could you not? It's amazing. If ever you're feeling down and you don't have any more 2K maps to listen to, find that trailer. And whoever edited the clip to have it cut off Brilliant. right there, Brilliant. Brilliant. That, that is timing. All right. I guess. Is there anything else we need to tell the people for the podcast? Thank you so much for our being with us on our Twitch journey. Yes. And take a, you know, take a look at our social media. Maybe we will do this again. Another podcast recording live on Twitch. This has been very fun. But even if you weren't able to listen to the Twitch live, I hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast whenever you could. We appreciate you very much. We love you so much. And we'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. Bye. 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 